Welcome back to the Football Zone with Nick Maltone. I'm Woody Brown. And it is a lovely, rainy Thursday morning here in the state of Washington, the city yes. of Seattle. City of Seattle. And in England, what do you think the weather's like, Woody? You know, it's probably very similar. That rainy, I mean, nothing beats a good rainy morning, especially yeah. my favorite my favorite weather to play football in as well is like a light drizzle of rain so the ball like skips across the plane surface mm. just beautifully like the grass cutters and they just go and it's like really sad and like when you slide tackle you slide for like five yards when you make a little brexit challenge exactly but then you know there's always that consequence of uh getting a little little turf burn on the hip and that and, the, exactly, and that's gonna stick with you for minimum a week yeah, or or if you're getting stuck in like that, there is a consequence of a red card. Sure. And speaking of red cards, one of these games in the Premier League this past week, on Monday, was it Monday? It was on Monday. On Monday, Tottenham Hotspur versus Chelsea, Chelsea Blue Devils, I guess. Yeah. Crazy game featured two red cards for the Tottenham Hotspur side, the league leaders at the time. They were, they were league leaders, and people were talking about this being the greatest Premier League match that they've watched in a while. And like, especially this season, people don't think there are going to be many. And when we talk about great, we're talking about the football wasn't that good, if we're being honest. Right. But like all the controversies, like like in terms of events that happened, it was very exciting. Just just to run you guys through the first half events. Just this is just the first half. Just the by first the way. half. So uh Kulazewski scored in the sixth minute to make it one zero to Tottenham. And then in the eighteenth minute, uh Iomo Ud- Udogi had a yellow card. That's true. And then in the twenty first minute, Chelsea had a goal ru- ruled out by VAR because of a foul committed by Raheem Sterling. Then in the 28th minute, Chelsea had another goal ruled out due to offsides. And then in the 33rd minute, Christian Romero got a straight red card. Center, starting center back for Spurs. Starting center back for Spurs in the 33rd minute, straight red. And then in the 35th minute, Cole, Ma- Cole Palmer scored off that subsequent penalty that was caused by the red card. And then the coach of Tottenham Hotspur, who I'm sure was... Furious set a number of decisions, even though he had two goal, even though Chelsea had two goals disallowed. Angel, Angie uh, Postacoglu, Postacoglu got a yellow card, and there was twelve minutes of added in the first half. And then there was three straight yellow cards in that added time. First with Nicholas Jackson, then with Pape Sarr, and then finally Levi Colwell. And also, Tottenham picked up two injuries in the first half. Mickey van der Ven, who was also their starting centre-back. He's been class this year. And another player who's been extremely class for Tottenham, probably their main man, maybe behind Heung-Min Son, James Madison, got, got picked, up, picked up an injury. I mean, that's, that's just the first, first half. <laughs> it's just rid- ridiculous, ridiculous game of English football. It really was. And, I mean, like, like Nick and I were trying to put emphasis that both the two starting Tottenham Hotspur centre-backs one got a straight red, and one had to get subbed uh, in a consequence of injury. And I mean, they- Spurs are thugging it out with uh, <laughs> with um, Eric Dyer and Emerson Royale, which yeah, it- is giving Tottenham fans PTSD. Exactly. And um, just uh, rub salt in the wound, 
their starting left back, Udogi, who Nick mentioned earlier, got a yellow card in the first half, got another yellow card Crazy. in the second half. So Tottenham Hotspur ended up with nine players on the field. And nine. While if you look at this game at face value, it was a four, it, Chelsea ended up winning four four to one. They did, but it was not a four to one game. It was <laughs> back and forth the whole time. Chelsea like really struggled. They missed a boatload of chances. Just an all around crazy game. And now Tottenham Hotspur are sitting in second place with twenty six points, yeah. while Manchester City are sitting in first with twenty seven. Exactly. So, who who knows what this is going to do in terms of morale? In Tottenham, I mean, I feel like for Udogi picking up two yellow yellow cards, which were two definite yellow cards, I think kind of shows just a lack of mental focus. Agreed. Because once you pick up a yellow card, like you have to be consciously aware of that yellow card. And I mean, the way he got the second yellow, he just dove in on, um, who was it? Raheem Sterling, I believe. And yep. just took him out late and then as soon as he made the tackle he knew he knew he was gone and yeah like you said Chelsea still made still made it difficult for themselves yeah they scored they ended up scoring in the 75th minute but then um Spurs had I, th- I believe it was another goal disallowed yeah they did for offsides and so it could have easily been 2-2 but then uh Jackson put it <coughs> excuse me Jackson put it away with two more goals in three minutes in the 94th and 97th minute. Honestly, the deadest hat trick I've ever seen. Two oh. tap-ins, and then the other one was like he was one-on-one with the keeper, and then he just did a fake shot. Well, it was kind of cold taking it around the keeper. But, I mean, he did the Marcus Rashford. He did the Sue. He did the ice in the veins when he scored. He I'm emoted like, after some tap-ins. Like, bro, it's you, you're playing against nine. It's just a training session at that point. Like, that's literally what we do sometimes with my trainings is a team will play with a man down and then you see how like they react and how the other team takes advantage of that and you know it took a while for Chelsea to take him I mean like Tottenham Hotspur had nine men in the 55th minute and they didn't score until the 75th so it really took them 20 minutes to really use all 11 of their players yeah and Chelsea are now sitting in uh, 10th place you know, that's good for them. Three that, points. Yeah, that's better than last year, right? Um, exactly. Three points is three points. And another team that's been, you know, struggling a bit recently is Manchester United. I mean, they they are sitting in eighth place with eighteen points. You know, people are questioning Eric Ten Hag. Woody, I'm curious your opinion on your opinion of the United manager. Like yes, like I I've I've seen that like people are worried for Ten Hag about what his future holds at Manchester United but I'd like I don't know because you have these poor result after poor result you know 3-0 loss to Man City where if you watch the game it looked like Manchester United didn't even know how to play football it looks like they didn't have an identity lost 3-0 to Newcastle and then they beat and then they beat Fulham uh, 1-0 off like a 90 plus 1 like you have like Bruno Fernandes and you know he's been getting a lot of slack recently so it's mainly him and Ten Hag maybe a bit of Rashford in there about catching all the I don't know, slander or the hate yeah and, and if you look at their their plus minus and like goals scored versus goals against you like the team that's ahead of them by or that they're tied with for I guess 7th place 
Brighton and Hove Albion. Their plus minus is 24 goals scored, 20 goals against. The team below them, Brentford, 19 goals scored, 14 goals against. Manchester United is 12 goals scored, 16 goals against. They just can't put numbers on the board. Yeah, like I, I remember seeing a stat like between Rashford, Anthony, and was it like Hoyland? Between that front three, they've scored one Premier League goal. Anthony actually might be one of the worst signings in all time <laughs> of all time. Like, like it, no, like unironically, it's been uh, jokes for a while, but this guy has done nothing. It's so funny because when they first signed them, I remember when he when his first his Premier League debut was Manchester United against Arsenal, and I believe Manchester United won three one, and Anthony actually played really well. He scored, and like, like didn't get an assist, but like set up like another chance. Right. And like he played really well, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is actually a good signing." Like Ten Hag knows what he's doing. He's brought in a player from his other system, and he's going to try and incorporate into this Manchester United system, and it hasn't worked. And you know, Ten and like reporters have asked Ten Hag, like, "How are you going to be able to change Man- Manchester United like into your Ajax team that was so dominant, even in the Champions League?" And uh, no, he was like, you know, these Manchester United players aren't Ajax players. And it's true. They're just not at the level they need to be. Right. And this United team is just, it's like a—it's like 11 players out there, right? Like it, yeah. It just feels like they're one team. Or yeah. they're, they're 11 players, they're not just one team, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it really does. And Man. just just to run down um, the Premier League top five, Man City in first, Tottenham in second. Uh, uh, Tottenham with 26 points, City with 27, Liverpool in third with 24. Tied with them on points is Arsenal with also 24. And then Villa in fifth with 22. Villa have been really strong this year. Crazy, crazy plus minus of 26 to 16. It really really is. And, you know, like they've had, they're prone to a shaky game. Like, you know, I think they lost to Newcastle like 6-1 in opening weeks. And, you know, now they're ahead of Newcastle, so... Props to them. But hey, Newcastle won the battle. They're winning the war, you know? Exactly. But, you know, uh, the bad fo- the bad form of Manchester United does run into the Champions League as well. They had an embarrassing, embarrassing loss. Embarrassing. Yesterday. I mean, uh, like, like, what, like you, would, you would look at the score and be like, wow, 2-0, Hoyland, Mr. Champions League, uh, 2-0, comfortable. And then you see Marcus Rashford picks up a straight red, which I will say, it's a harsh red, because he's trying to like cut, but his his foot like his foot does completely go on the opponent's ankle. So if like and you know VAR loves to slow it down and only have a freeze image, right? It which doesn't I, sh- show the context. Exactly. spoken about this before. Exactly. I I hate that so much about VAR. Um, and they don't show that, and they just show him what looks like him just stomping on the ankle of uh, the other player and got a straight red, and by halftime it was 2-2. And right. I was like, and, what's going on? And Copenhagen took advantage of this opportunity, which was given by the Rashford straight red, and they made the most of it. They really did. You know, and then, like, Manchester United went back up to 3-2. And you're like, okay. Getting get like a nice little cheeky Sunderland low block and just see this game out. You know, like I spoke about having to play with a man down, how that changes your style of play. And they just wasn't able to, they weren't able to uh, end it out. And Corbin having 
uh, eventually won the game four to three. Yeah. So Manchester United now sit bottom, bottom of their uh, Champions League group, which, which is just it's it's you love to see it, honestly. Yeah, but like that group has Galatasaray. Like you have who, you have the team they just lost to, Copenhagen in a group with Bayern Munich, Galatasaray, and Manchester United, and Copenhagen is the one going through to the round of sixteen. Yeah, it's insane. It's just it's just wrong. In my opinion, it's just very, very wrong. But yeah, lots of upsets this week at the Champions League. I feel like there has been, and um, two teams that did not get upset were Arsenal and Manchester City. You love to see it uh, I mean, from just, the City perspective. I mean, that's just what we do, right? Took care of business every day. Taking care of business. It's a good. That's a good. That's a good song, Nick. It uh, is. But someone who didn't take care of business was. Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah. Shakhtar Donetsk took care of their business against Barcelona in a 1-0 victory. And it was just unfortunate for Barca to go down like that. It was. But you know they want to be back in the Europa League. I mean, that's where they live. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, Xavi has now lost nine Champions League games, which is like almost the most out of any Barcelona manager. Yeah, it, it seems like he's figured out La Liga. He has. But he has not figured out the UCL. And, you know, I, get, I give him some slack this season because he's had an onslaught of injuries. He has. But he's better than this, right? Like, this this team is pretty big. But, like, I don't know who this guy is if I'm keeping it above. <laughs> like, Romeo? Romeo. He's kind of, sometimes he drops, like, like, you won't really hear about him. And then he'll drop a little masterclass, then everyone will be talking about him. And then he'll go back to his like, normal normal ghosting. Ghosting, okay. That's Romeo. Um, yeah. I, I don't know who he is, and he's on the Barcelona team. Yeah, exactly. And that just that says a lot. So Champions League, I love it. And speaking of the Champions League, me and Woody are going to face off in a little bit of uh, a knowledge test in Champions League history. So History? Yes, sir. Woody. Yeah. Who was France's first club to win the UCL? France's first club. Well, PSG have never oh, won. Oh, I'm, excuse me. I got to rephrase this question. Um, like, who lost? Like, who, who could have been? Who was the first French team to lose in the final? They lost to Real Madrid in 1956. Ooh, 19, okay, yeah. So that was about four years before I was born. Um, <laughs> no, 1956, <laughs> Woody. Yeah, no, about four years before I was born. Mm. Um, I am going to go with Marseille. Incorrect. It what was, was it? Stade Reims. That, you know, that was going to be my second guess. So, <laughs> it's unlucky. I mean, PSG will never win a Champions League, so that's fine by me. It is what it I is. Just, I, n- I never would have guessed uh, PSG because they, they would never win. Okay. Which club dominated the first era of the UEFA Champions League? Was it AC Milan? It was not AC Milan. Surprised I didn't get this one. I mean, this is Mr. Champions League. This is the club That's, with the most Champions League it's titles. Real Madrid, isn't it? It is Real Madrid. Well, okay, didn't the Champions League begin in 1990? Uh, the Champions like- League starts in 1955. Oh, okay. Yeah, but like I don't know. Like, Wait, is that you, the you can, modern Champions League? I guess. Like I like it's. I've never really heard of first era, but I mean, it is what they, it is. They can do what they want, you know. Okay, who won the UEFA Champions League final in 
2004. 2004. That would be... Think of a Chelsea manager. Was that um, Porto? It was Porto. This was back-to-back UCL titles for Porto under the chosen one, Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. Good good grab there by Woody. So He's up saying. one point. That is a great... Um, let me try and find a question for you as well. Uh, Nick? Yes, sir. My next question for you is... Which team was the first British team to lift the European Cup? The European Cup. I do have four options for you. Okay. Manchester United, Okay. Nottingham Forest, Liverpool, or Celtic? Can you say the question one more time? Which team was the first British team okay, to well, lift the European Cup? Cel- Celtic. Okay, this is making me think of Dino. Because what are we defining? Well, Shout what, what, out Dino Anist, our history teacher. What is Great Britain? Great Britain is the island that includes Wales, Scotland. Well, it doesn't matter because Celtic are in Scotland, right? So, well, what is Great Britain? It's it's the island, right? It's uh, Wales, Scotland, and England. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I'm gonna say Forest, Nottingham Forest, though. It was not Forest. It was Celtic. And it was, was Celtic. It was. Oh my and gosh. Uh, Euro- European Cup. I feel like a bunch of nobody teams kind of won. I mean, I say nobody teams. A bunch of teams like won the European Cup, which you won't see them even come close to lifting it in the future. Jeez. Okay. Okay. How many times did Ajax win the cup in the 1970s? Just in the 1970s? Just in the 1970s. Uh, I'm going to say three times. Wow. Great guess. That is three. It is three. Thank you very much. He's Thank cooking. He's exactly, cooking. Exactly. I mean, what can I say? Ball knowledge. Ball knowledge right there from Ball. the guy, Woody Brown. And Ajax were just on a tear, man. One of the most historic clubs in you know, recent history, even making it to a UCL final a couple years ago uh, with a bunch of, bunch of players who left and never did anything ever again. Because <laughs> like, they went to United. Exactly. Like. Donny van de Beek. Okay. Who won the Champions League final in 1999? 1999, that would be Manchester United. That is exactly who it was, Nick Matoa. Manchester <sighs> United, the historic treble. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. David Beckham won it. If you, wa- if you watch... It's not if, as... It's not as... Um, <laughs> it is good as... It's not as impressive as the City treble. It is recent. because... Do you, know, do you know why it actually is more impressive? I do because, not. Because they didn't... I'm not. I'm. I. I. I'm not gonna call City like an oil club, but a lot of their players that won the, that won the Champions League, minus Phil Foden, came through. Like like they they bought those players and then you know they made them to the players they are. But that Manchester United team, the whole point of that team was it was all homegrown. Yeah. Like you had Gary Neville. So all like of the Ga- players were from the United Kingdom and Great Britain. United Kingdom like, of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. <laughs> like like not from there, but like a lot of them came through the Manchester United Academy. So like David Beckham. You know Gary Neville, um, and like they've and like really just these small local lads, and they managed to. I would recommend to anyone to watch the Beckham documentary on Netflix, 
really good, really like um, good watch, and I watched it with my parents. Okay, Woody. Now we have a different, you know, sort of style of questions. These are we're gonna collab on this one. Okay. And make and come with a consensus. This okay. Will, this will be our final question. Final question. Who won the Champions League final in two thousand and one? Our options are Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Valencia, or Juventus. Now I don't think it was Madrid for some reason. I know, but then it's always safe to go for Madrid when it's a Champions League question. Right, because they won so many. What were the options again? It was Bayern Munich, Juventus, Valencia, Valencia, and Madrid. Hmm. I don't think Valencia have ever won one. Didn't they make a final? Have Have they? I feel like because they have they have two major clubs in there, Bayern Munich and Real Madrid. I don't think it's either of them. But isn't this okay? Isn't this or, the, isn't this like the Oliver Kahn? Like this is isn't this when he was cooking as goalie for Munich? Could be, or this could be when you you mentioned that Valencia have gone to one Champions League final. I think this could be it, and maybe Real Madrid beat them. Hmm, I I do think they lost to Madrid. So because this was like towards was this towards I guess towards the end of, um, like this was still prime Zidane. This was prime Zidane, and this was like before Air Nine was on yeah. the team, right? I, I, I would go Real Madrid and they beat Valencia. Okay. That's okay. my guess. I'll go with it. And we have no it, idea. We have no <laughs> idea who the ans- what the answer is. Exactly. I guess we have I guess no one will ever know. Because uh, this quiz is uh struggling. <laughs> okay. Woody is getting on the machine. And it was, it was Bayern, Bayern Munich, Munich that Nick, won it. Nick Matone was right. It was Bayern Munich. It was when uh, they did beat Valencia, though. They beat Valencia. So I got the Valencia part right. You got the Bayern whoa, Munich. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I shouted the Valencia part. Well, you said that they've been to one, and I was like, I feel like this is the one that they that they made it to. Ugh. So I, I was, between us, we got the answer right. If you think about it like that. Yeah. So I feel like we <laughs> got the answer I'm not sure that's right. how that works, though. No, it's definitely how it works. We we put like you said we're gonna collab on it and we collabed. Okay. FC Bayern Munich. Final I've answer. seen Bayern Munich. Final um, answer. Thank you very much. You know the winner winner writes the revisionist history or whatever <laughs> it's called. Well, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Football Zone with Nick Martone and Woody Brown, and thank you everyone for listening to eighty eight nine The Bridge, KMIH, Mercer Island.